Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable with your host, Mindy Harley. Warning, listening to this podcast might cause you to shatter your limited beliefs, recognize your potential and motivate you to be the best you can be. Other side effects may include, but not limited, to grabbing life by the balls, taking no crap from anyone, becoming an unstoppable force at various aha moments to get you thinking outside the box. Hello and welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. And thank you so much for joining me on this special address to my friends and family. And this is a special podcast for those of you out there uh, who know me from some point in uh, the journey, whether it be from Dauphin, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Mexico, Nebraska, California, or even just recently, Online, And I know many of you uh, in the past have come to me uh, for counsel, whether for fitness, relationships, grief, mindset. And I know a lot of you are going through some of the very things that uh, are making it hard for you to stay strong in your choices, um, in your truth, and because of all the DMs that I've been getting from you, uh, you know, no one should be made to feel the way that y'all are being made to feel about your reasons uh, whether or not to get inoculated. And I get asked to, you know, how how can I stand in my truth and all that? Like, how can I? say what you're saying or how can I stand up for myself uh, when I'm confronted by family members or friends or people online and it comes from for my for me going through a lot of hell in my life uh, from being bullied for eight years going through uh, narcissistic manipulating relationships and navigating uh, sexual abuse trauma and doing an immense amount of inner work and self-development and deep shadow work and integrating and putting into practice and becoming everything that it's like a everything's a meditation in its own right and I can understand Um, especially in some of the different places that you live. There's different collective consciousnesses that shape each different city and country. Uh, We see that across the board where France, the people are really uh, (laughs) taking action in the streets, mobilizing, uh, being very vocal. We have, you know, Australia too with some of the harshest lockdowns and from what we can see they are protesting as well there's protests going on there as well but just understanding too like with Australia they have AI already that can recognize your face in someone else's vehicle and give you the ticket for the um, red light too and just getting ticketed um, from AI for jaywalking you know so they're under heavy surveillance look at what you know, Chinese with their social credit system. Uh, different places have different 
constructs. And I especially feel in some places in Canada, uh, which is prevalent in uh, Manitoba, there's a lot of people who are reaching out to me, specifically from Manitoba too, that are dealing with intense um, bullies and whatnot. And so this message is for those of you um, that are finding yourselves in these situations and that perhaps need someone to bounce off their thoughts about how they feel and why they've come to the decisions that they've come to and have a bit of, say, a sounding board so that you know they, they see that somebody else uh, is in line with how they feel and to help them feel stronger uh, in their decisions. And <laughs> if this message doesn't resonate with you it's not for you you know it's i say for those with the eyes and to see it and ears to hear it you know it's uh if it doesn't resonate with you it's the message isn't for you it's for those that that need to hear this that are feeling alone in their in their in their journey right now there's people getting there's families getting cut off from seeing each other you know that's unheard of at this you know parents and grandparents and weddings and events that are causing medical segregation and discrimination where we've never had this before with our choices for getting vaccinated or not it's never been a concern like hey you, hey martha you, you get your uh, you go down to a drug drugstore there and get your get your shot you know, did you get your annual fuel, uh, flu shot? No? Oh, fuck you then. You're a fucking disgrace. You're fucking killing grannies. <laughs> did we talk like that back then over a fucking flu shot? No. No, we didn't. All right? So what has made it all of a sudden this focus? Well, the media. The media and the global elitists who are spearheading this that they've planned for um this is a, a planned event and that's what we're dealing with right now and it also has to go hand in hand with the fact that we need to understand that we need to unlearn a lot of things that we've been taught and what has been hidden from sight and what's been plain insight this whole time and that's going as far back you know over 100 years with the Rockefellers hijacking medicine. And well, let's not forget about all the leftover petroleum they had after the war, and they started just turning that into medicine. And they would run out any doctor in town that was still using natural <laughs> herbs and stuff as remedies. With more recently coming up to, you know, asbestos and cigarettes and smoking there's ads with doctors smoking right but you know money talks and these <sighs> these organizations do a lot of lobbying and they fund a fuck ton of money you know so these people are not gods they are human and uh when you promise them riches and financial gain that uh is beyond their wildest dreams are they going to bite the hand that feeds them? Probably not. Um, especially when 
everything has been so deeply ingrained into society of not questioning and thing as the authority, but yet, you know, all of our lives we've asked such, <laughs> it seems to be such simple questions that have never gotten proper answers, right? Like how many people have had to see multiple doctors going off their intuition that something was wrong before they finally either got the answer and results that, uh, you know, finally solved the issue or they had to turn to holistic medicine and doctors. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> no secret that doctors don't receive a lot of training in nutrition and the prescription pills are only managing the symptoms and not getting to the root of the problem <laughs> seriously anyone listening to those commercials i mean for crying out loud uh then you get more prescriptions to deal with those right and then what are all those prescriptions doing to your gut microbes You're fucking them up <laughs> and that fucks with your mental health so it's just creating a huge 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 shitstorm. Um, so we come back to now, number one, uh, there's never been any talk of nutrition or keeping yourself healthy from our doctors uh, during this whole um, situation. Instead, everything's been counterintuitive that to keep you indoors, restrict things that are beneficial to your mental health and your overall well-being, like being in contact with people, being uh, having access to um, connecting with your spiritual community, uh, exercising, you know, even getting deeper with our, you know, our six feet apart, you know, the heart, uh, our, our Taurus energy that's around us. You know, us as human beings, we are intricately woven together in this tapestry that, you know, just like the birds that fly in unison in the sky and the fish in the sea and the sands that come from South Africa to the Amazon jungle, we're, we're all connected and at that level you know, there there is an effect on it especially with mask wearing as well you know we <laughs> I'll get more into that too but even with mask wearing you know it's it it does it does nothing it does nothing but just cause more issues you know and even like the the, the main number one issue of that is that you know you're touching your face all the time. <laughs> and that was like the number one thing, because then you're spreading the germs to your face and that's how you're getting, that's how you're really getting sick. Um, you know, and plus the bacteria and everything else. Like it's just, it's just not good for you. Never, ha never ever have we before done that. And doctors don't wear that for that kind of protection. It's just like, <laughs> there's no, there's no sense in it. Um, but, I know over a year ago when I had the interview with Nicole Monier discussing that, you know, the number two or number three leading cause of death was a medical error because her parents were both doctors and her mom was a nurse and her dad was a doctor. I can't remember what the order there was, but either way, both were in the medical field. And I had looked that up and yeah, sure as heck, you could find it. Some places this is three, some this is two. But yeah, so, you know, doctors make errors. 
And, you know, why is it that my husband as a fitness um, trainer and coach can has successfully gotten you know, his clients off of um, their medications that are dealing with diabetes and getting them healthy and not reliant on these prescriptions, right? <laughs> healthy customers is a healthy client, healthy customers, customer lost. Um, so it's just really remembering all of that and having that in mind that there's been a lot of things that have been done um, that just don't line up with what is, you know, beneficial <laughs> to our overall health and well-being throughout this whole situation, uh, not to mention the lockdowns themselves causing um, psychological and physiological harm and the suicides and, and everything out of that, uh, from the trauma that's coming out of this. Um, Oh, gonna need a lot of psilocybin therapy and <laughs> MDMA therapy. Um, but, oh, hi, Prada. Hi. But, you know, that's going back to, again, <laughs> there's some things that we need to, to discuss deeper here. And, you know, I, like I said, I just want to say that this is in no way meant to shame you if you whatever your decision is this is me presenting my thoughts um to my friends and family that normally would come to me because i know <laughs> there's more of you out there um and i think that just making this podcast would just be easier to direct people to <laughs> uh as well um because this is a little bit of a onion on the belt story, but hey, Grandpa Simpson's apparently from Winnipeg, so it kind of lines up with uh, you know <laughs> with everything. But you know, I just want to preface this with you know, it's, this is not meant to shame. This is meant to be that voice for the people that need it. So if it doesn't resonate with you, it's okay. Uh, I also want to say and be um, transparent as far as my political standings. Um, Growing up, I was in a very polarized household where my dad very much loved politics and watching all of the news channels and, um, you know, campaigning and whatnot and raising funds and all that good stuff. And uh, my mom was on the other end of the spectrum with, uh, you know, instilled in me that you look after yourself, the government doesn't take care of you, and, you know, hating politics and, you know, not voting, and, and I really think I sided with that, uh, kind of operating, way of operating in life, of being independent of, of those systems, and, it really, like, politics was interesting to me, and, you know, it was, if you could make a difference um, in a good way and be a good person, uphold your integrity. Unfortunately, a, a lot of times I just saw politicians who were very good at dancing around hard-hitting questions, and 
that didn't show a lot of integrity to me. And, you know, <laughs> we ask these questions all the time, like, oh, why aren't our veterans getting taken care of? And why isn't this getting taken care of? And where are their taxpayer dollars going? And blah, 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 blah. But it still just keeps happening, and no one's holding these guys accountable. <sighs> and it's like being in a narcissistic, abusive uh, relationship where you're ignoring all these red flags and you think they're going to change or think there's nothing can be done um, and you treat other people how to treat you by how you treat yourself and we're not making it really good for us guys because what we're doing is that we are giving them an inch and they're taking a mile and we're giving them an inch and they're taking a few more miles. And this has been happening over and over again where they're not being held accountable. And it's really become a shit show. So I haven't voted when I, never voted when I was in Canada. Um, Went without a TV 2013 uh, upon moving to Mexico again, totally tapped out of you know, <laughs> that arena and got to the United States here as a permanent resident. I can't vote. Uh, I got here and it was the peak time for uh, elections and it was like the freaking um, monster truck rally. It was like Sunday, 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 like scene. American politics on TV was just like, what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Interesting stuff, guys, um, for all my Canadian friends. But, uh, yeah, and, you know, it was funny, you know, not knowing anything of anything really about paying attention to American politics and stuff. You know, when I, the only thing I knew about Trump was that, was from that TV show, and it was like, oh, well, businessman, you know, he's a businessman. Okay, well, I guess a businessman is going to be a breath of fresh air rather than all of these, you know, career politicians, and that was that. So as far as voting, you know, that sort of thing like that, like, neither one or the other, and that's... A really interesting thing because a lot of people want to paint you with a brush that you know you're either this or that very binary very very binary i got attacked by a journalist reporter independent journalist uh in canada because i had come across a story she was sharing about the liberal party and justin trudeau about these child abuse accusations or something like that that never got resolved in this me too movement i guess the story happened while i was in mexico or something but um, I was like, oh, this is interesting because um, it didn't seem like it got the attention in the mainstream media that it needed. There was, like, everybody was like sweeping the story under the rug. So I wanted to reach out to her and have her as a guest here on the show. And she freaked out on me and started calling me like, like a, a, a right wing extremist. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> That's really fucking funny. Um, and it kind of went on, and then she, you know, I tried again, you know, reasoning with her, and she kept going. It was already my cutoff time for social media. I figured I'd deal with it in the morning, and by that time she had already blocked me or whatever. But 
you know, that or just, you know, people assuming, people making comments that, like, that are, like, oh, well, I guess you've never, like, or, or like, you've never had an abortion before. <laughs> like, what? Like, really strange comments that have come out. Um, and it's just interesting to me. It's, it's really, really interesting to to see that and see how people react. So I just want to put that out there as well. And as far as vaccines go, um, if you think like, wow, is Mindy a closet uh, so-called, and I hate saying it, but it's just the fucking language, anti-vaxxer. Uh, no, I've been vaccinated. Uh, and my story was that I've been blissfully ignorant of vaccines in general um, because of quote-unquote trusting the science and what big pharma had to say and, and believing and believing trusting well i guess not big pharma but more like trusting doctors at least because they're kind of the uh ambassadors and you know do no harm <laughs> so i mean you, you tend to trust them you know they they got it they can they can sign for you on passports so i mean they got to be pretty trustworthy people right um and being vaccinated, you know, but my vaccination stopped after high school. Like, I had gotten vaccinated, I think, um, once for something before a trip. And then uh, when it was like, oh, you should get it. Oh, okay. But, you know, other than that, the next time I had to get vaccinated was becoming a permanent resident here. And that was something because, like, for me already like I don't want anything poked into my body like I'm good I'm good you know I'm good <laughs> um all of my own reasons I'm good and you know and that's I take care of my health extremely well now uh, more so than I ever have and my belief system and what I choose to do in hospitals and da da da, da like I manage that in my own alternative ways uh, not the traditional ways so right there it's like i don't want to rock the boat because <laughs> i want to be able to marry my soulmate so i mean shit <laughs> you know i guess that's like right there <laughs> You know, for for love, um, yeah, fucking. But it's funny. I didn't think about it till afterwards, and when we had to go to South Africa uh, to film, we went there again to uh, Walgreens, and we went to get vaccinated and everything, and because even. You know, one of Sean's clients, who was a doctor, was like, oh, okay, make sure you get your vaccinations and stuff and everything. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, sent us a little kind of like supply pack and stuff like that. And, you know, so we go <laughs> and we get there. And the doctor <laughs> basically is like, oh, oh, no, you don't need that one. No, 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 no. If something happens to you, you just need to take this, um, whatever, kind of like this pill or something like this. It's at the local, all the local pharmacies will have it. 
lean in and just take this or something like that. And we're like, oh, okay. And we're like, oh, well, what about this one? And he's like, oh, well, um, no, like that one. No, only if you're going into like this certain area. <laughs> so I think he did, like, did, I think there was like three vaccines or something um, or what it was. Then there was another one. <laughs> no, I think what it was, it was something like um, the, because you had to get two or whatever. So we have to get the one. Oh gosh, I wish Sean was here. I would like bounce off of Sean. We had to get the one, but it'd be like too late because by the time we need the second one, like it's like it's out of that window or something like that. So yeah, so he like managed to talk us out of getting all of the vaccines for South Africa that our doctor friend had um, told us to get. And yeah, you know, other than that, I've decided to be vaccine free and i mean obviously if i'm going to there's that one jungle that i think has got the was it devil's falls in south africa where is it i should google that but i think that one you like have to show like your vaccination i mean you're going into a fucking like crazy ass jungle guys like yeah okay you know, clearly i'm not going to be anti-vaccine in that regard but i mean just what vaccines do like they should just, you know, orally would be much better. But again, that's a whole nother story. But I mean, these are just like these red flags that now start popping up when something like this happens and you see something being introduced and you see the business model aspect of it and you're looking up above from the macro. This is kind of the things that start to sound off. But here's the thing. Uh, it's not selfish uh, to not want to get a quote-unquote vaccine, uh, which is actually a gene therapy, uh, something that has just been developed uh, within this past little bit, uh, that normally these things take around seven to nine years, and there's no long-term data for it. Uh, yeah, that's a pass. Um, <laughs> and that's just being sensible. Um, you know, <laughs> would you get in a car that did not go through all of its crash tests and dummy tests? Uh, so, you know, we, we skipped, uh, we skipped, you know, half of these ones and didn't really need these ones and we cut these ones short, but, uh, should drive pretty well. It's got a good surround sound uh, system in there. <laughs> you know, you're not, um, you're not being selfish. And here's the thing too, like I take extremely good care of my health. Um, but it always wasn't that way. And that's that perception of, oh, they're so healthy. They ran, you know, they're, they're fit or they were, they were a bodybuilder. Um, and they got it, but we don't know what's going on behind closed doors and what they're doing, what their habits are and that sort of thing like that. Yeah. I competed and, I definitely looked healthy, but I definitely had bad um, eating habits that had to still be worked out. Um, you know, like I said, my, my wonderful, sto wonderful story of justifying eating uh, all these red velvet cupcakes and only because the icing was a protein icing, so I justified it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and I got H1N1. You know, I was sick for three days of absolute hell. It felt like 
all of my cells in my body were dying and they hurt. <laughs> Lying basically in one spot on the floor uh, was the norm or on the couch and not moving all day, not having the energy to move. You know, finally going to the hospital and they only gave, you know, the people that were sick masks to wear in there at the time went in, doctor basically said like, oh, you got H1N1, yep, go home, get rest, don't go to work for the rest of the week, you know, stay at home, you know, fluids, blah, blah, blah. I think I was given some prescription or whatever for, you know, whatever it was. And that was that. We've never, <laughs> we've never behaved like this before. And when it comes down to it, it's got the same survival rates it's basically the same amount of people that are getting affected and unfortunately passing, which, you know, these people pass every day that we're, we're completely were unaware of before, didn't give two shits about until the news decided to highlight it <laughs> and pound down the fear hammer all the time and deaths and deaths and deaths and you know, using, you know, fancy wordplay and neurolinguistics and manipulation. And like I said, when you're living in a state of fear, it's so much easier to control and manipulate you. Like I said, we've never behaved like this before. <laughs> when have we ever been divided over having people over for weddings or parties and grandparents not even being able to see kids and Kids severing relationships with parents because parents deciding to uh, only allow vaccinated people in their places of business. You know, we've never had this before. Why are we letting them allow, you know, the segregation and division to set in? They'll give our heads a shake. We've been championing equality for everything under the sun lately. Like, shit. And now it's like, because I want to be practice discernment with what I'm sticking into my body at a time like this over something with a 99% recovery rate, it's Russian roulette. And the side effects, the adverse events from this are insane. You know, it's Jillian Barr syndrome, the neurological damage that's happening to people, hearing loss, reports of hearing loss, eyesight getting, the foggy brain, not remembering shit, people can't do simple math, the tremors, shit. And I've got, you know, some of you have been coming out to me now saying that putting it together with your own <laughs> aha moments with getting vaccinated and now being putting the the dots together and being like, holy shit balls, right? So <laughs> the side effects from this stuff, guys, and these are the numbers, that the same numbers over the adverse event reactions that are getting reported on VAERS and everywhere else. These numbers, if they were COVID cases or deaths, these are the same numbers that cities would getting would be getting locked down over. But right now it's okay. We've got people saying it's a fucking casualty of of controlling the pandemic. Wow. No, 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 no. 
that's a two birds with one stone for you guys because you're getting more than more than you bargained with killing off the population with this so <laughs> you know they're of course they're not going to pull back on that and then there's of course the bullshit now with the third booster shot of this and this is just a whole bunch of crap that's just getting accumulated in the body and you know they they have said that you know, women who are looking to get pregnant you don't have sex like what is it three month span or so they said for this and then so if there's a concern of infertility then what are we potentially doing to our children and of course ourselves getting this shot if there is a concern that they are saying that you know if you're planning on getting pregnant you wait um and here we are getting our kids lined up with this what is that doing for for them in the future so <laughs> there's just all these questions and now discovering that the spiked proteins and with the injection site there it goes all throughout your body it doesn't just stay localized in one spot and it's just going to town in there and there's no stopping from where it's going and it's passing the blood brain barrier and it is fucking up your shit and it's destroying your natural immune system you know and again thinking that our natural immune system is the is the enemy in this and that it's not capable of doing what it's been designed to do and it's the most wonderful <laughs> it is a design of nature and nature nature's fucking smart as fuck and it's like all these things you know we've got our we've got our tonsils out that um help with our um as a as a filter system too for our immunity uh our appendix you know, it's just all these things that, you know, we're, we're being kept inside, uh, not sitting in our homes, uh, or sorry, not venturing out, kept in our homes and stuff like that. Like, what's going on with, like, people's lymphatic system? Like, there's not proper drainage. I'm just doing all this stuff in the, in the interim while these lockdowns are going down, while people are getting the shot and making them more sick. Uh, the, the extra <laughs> sanitizing... You know, in the 90s, we laughed about the idea of bubble children, knowing damn well that, you know, it was a bad idea for your immune system and the superbugs that it can make that were resistant. And here we are, just kind of foregoing all of that. So that in and of, in and of itself is just interesting to see. Um, and just wondering where that storm is going to go. <laughs> And it's all these other things that just questioning, you know, the, our, our medical system and stuff where in our, in our governments where plants, you know, like marijuana are illegal and, um, you know, psychedelics, but, you know, opiates and all these prescription drugs, they're, they're fine. And we're finding now that the, you know, psychedelics and plant medication, plant medicines can help people. Uh, with their addictions and their mental health and there's so much good uh, from it and 
still still being kept away from the people and you know you're not really free unless you're free to um have control over your conscious your consciousness and your expansion of your consciousness you know so all these things of just <laughs> we have to start asking again we have to start asking better questions of of the systems that are around us and again you know there's the fact that this is a brand new technology these aren't vaccines in the in the way that we've come to understood to understand them over the years this is a brand new mrna technology that was you know supposed to be this kind of poster child for i guess cancer treatment and stuff but it never quite got off the ground that well and they got an in with this and <laughs> even the inventor of the mrna technology is screaming you know like no god no no please no no like don't like this is disastrous and he's getting censored i think they pulled his linkedin profile down like he's getting censored um you know, the inventor of the pcr test straight, straight out called out fauci and his lack of integrity and the fact that this test was never meant to test uh for covid and you know all these false positives are coming out of it well no no g wonder why <laughs> like and not to mention that the cycle threshold is put way higher than it's supposed to be as well like and we have to wonder why you know fruit and goats are getting tested positive for it not to mention you know the, these these now they go and say that you know they're they're pulling them from the emergency use authorization that no i guess they can't uh, differentiate between the flu and covid well no shit that's what we've been saying for over a year now and these tests have ruined lives. These tests were the deciding factor of whether or not you got to go on trips, got to attend an event, got to see family, got to um, go to a doctor's appointment, got to work on set in the film industry. Like, <laughs> they decided whether or not cities were closed and what level they went to these tests <laughs> fucked up a lot of shit and to just excuse it as well you know the science changes or whatever they want to say the things changes and now they discover great <laughs> that was known a long time ago and you guys sure waited a long time to pull the trigger on that one um and it caused a lot of damage from a to fucking c Okay, in the grand scheme of things, I got fucking so much damage done in such a short amount of time because of it. And they're still not taking them off until December. Oh, that's great. We've got like another fucking uh, fall uh, season to go through, right? So, <laughs> again, there's a lot of things that just are just straight up fuckery that you know, it's just sensible to be weary of this. And again, we teach our governments how to treat us. And by being these laydowns, um, it's not getting us anywhere, you know.
let's not forget that how much money uh, Pfizer has paid out billions from the lawsuits that they've lost. Johnson & Johnson can't even do baby powder, right? They knew that <laughs> it's carcinogenic and still went ahead with it. Pfizer just had their um, anti-smoking pill finally pulled off the shelf, even though the FDA granted them a little bit of grace for time to do so uh, for having a known carcinogenic in their product. Like, <laughs> a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. Yeah, you, and you'll wonder why the, the cancer cases are fucking going up, right? Um, they just finished Johnson Johnson again. Uh, sunscreens. Known carcinogens. They're in a lot of your fucking sunscreens. Fucking take them out. Guess what? If it's bad for fucking coral reefs and fucking Nemo, it's bad for you. <laughs> Word to the wise. Um, but again, just they're granted carte blanche because of the, the money that they spend lobbying. Uh, and that's, you know, and big tech does the same thing. You know, so we get a complete abomination of... <sighs> systems that are meant to quote-unquote protect us, yet we've got the FDA conveniently pulling off something like NAC down to and restricting it as a prescription only because they went and found some sort of document that declared it that it should be a prescription only from like, I don't know, 19 fucking 20 or something, conveniently, in March of like 2020 last year. Uh, well, apparently it's super duper wonderful for your immune system. <laughs> and they're also looking at pulling like I think like 60 or so um, other herbs and supplements off the market as well uh, what? <laughs> banning them? I'm like aloe? aloe vera aloe vera mm, sorry guys can't handle aloe vera this fucking shit's too crazy do you want some opiates? yeah I have some opiates um, it's absolutely wild and these things you know like I said Having a supplement company, we know how much um, red tape there is, and if we'd had even a pinch of what some of these vaccines have, or what they say is, you know, um, not allowed, supposed to be in them, um, like if we had like that carcinogenic ingredient in our product that came back on a test, <laughs> holy fuck balls, guys. <laughs> Uh, shut down for show, um, but Pfizer get, gets like a, a grace period to make up their mind and, and do it and fucking take it off and <sighs> uh, it's just it's just stuff you shake your head at, right? So much fuckery, you know. And like I said, just from from being with that relationship, understanding how things are regulated in the FDA like that for us as a supplement company so really makes you shake your head really makes you shake your head you know and what about all the other unanswered questions like the harvard professor uh who was working with the wuhan university and getting paid under some fancy schmancy title and all that jazz and the uh microbiology lab in winnipeg it's like a level four supposed to be super high security I had two scientists that were working with uh, uh working with china on some uh you know ebola and, and whatnot they say there's there was nothing about corona in that but i mean still uh very sketchy stuff from a level four uh 
lab that uh, apparently this took them by surprise. <laughs> what? Um, damn, super sleuthy. But at the end of the day, I think about all this, and like I said, it all comes down to it's very fucking sketchy. And do I want to risk my health taking an experimental vaccine that was only granted emergency use authorization because they were able to use all of their money to slander and vilify things like ivermectin and HCQ. So that allows them to have that on there because there's apparently nothing else that can be used. <sighs> so now you've got these vaccines and everybody and some of the highest vaccinated places too, like like Iceland and spots in the UK, they're seeing huge spikes now in cases and everything going up too. And they're some of the highest um, vaccinated places. And what's happening is that, you know, this is the mutation of the virus and this is what's known, they're talking about the antibody dependent enhancement, ADE. So it's gonna increase the ability of the virus to get into the cells and make it fucking worse for you. And that just, you know, it's, it's acting like a Trojan horse. What I've been saying at the beginning, this has all been a Trojan horse to like get into our system. And you want to think of like super bugs when <laughs> you over sanitize and everything. You, these were the super bugs that they would talk about in that kind of instance. So I kind of relate it to that where we're just messing with a new technology that is creating this discord in our bodies now, that now it's gonna be doing that to our kids that we've injected to and everyone else. And does this get out of the system <laughs> ever, you know? You not only have that, this whole thing has been built on lies and deception and manipulation and coercion, which if you're coercing the population to take this, as it is, it's already, that's criminal. And because Yale did a study of how to effectively coerce the public into taking the vaccine with messaging, of what we are currently seeing now all over the news and everywhere else. It's a study done by Yale started around this time last year. Persuasive messages for COVID-19. <laughs> First, they've got the uh, economic freedom. They have personal freedom. And they go into social benefit, self-interest. Um, then they go into social benefit and community interest. And they go into economic benefit. They go into social pressure and guilt. 
and they go into social pressure and embarrassment and social pressure and anger and you know that trust in science is one of their messages and not bravery arm of the messaging uh, for your know, confidence scale and persuasion and fear of those who have not been vaccinated <laughs> social judgment of those who do not vaccinate guys just by this study alone that's being used in messaging in their <laughs> in all their media kits that they've sent out everything this whole you know billion dollar marketing plan this is the messaging that they're using to psychologically manipulate you into taking a vaccine coercing you to take a vaccine using your emotions your fears to get you to take this experimental vaccine at the end of the day this has zero long-term studies so why the hell you only get one body you get one fucking body Sorry, they can't 3D print you another body just yet. We're not there yet. I'm sure they're working towards it, but they're not there yet. So there's no fucking way that I'm going to take a chance and play Russian roulette with something like this in my body. Okay? Run it through nine years of fucking studies and shit like that. Come talk to me in fucking <laughs> 2030, all right? Which I guess is your, is your next plan here the 2030 plan so let's let's see how that goes but this is a shit show and i am not partaking in this shit show all right i am going to wait it out <laughs> and i'm still not gonna fucking take anything of theirs but i'm gonna wait it out to see all the repercussions of this because everything that I've been and millions of other people have been talking about and trying to raise awareness about has all come true. It's all materialized. So on that note, that's where I stand with everything. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I know I probably could have gone a lot more, but that basically sums it up without having to go into statistics and numbers and all that jazz. Everything just basically stands on integrity and all of this lacks integrity. And I will not inject this experimental vaccine into my body. That's all there is to it. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I appreciate your time. I understand you could spend that anywhere else, but time is valuable, and I do appreciate your ears in this case. And this would be exactly what I would tell any of my friends or family uh, that would come to me and say, hey, what do you think? Well, here it is. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next episode. Much love.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. If you believe you're unfuckwithable, go ahead and share this podcast.